Lift every voice and sing Till earth and heaven ring Ring with the harmonies of liberty Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies let it resound loud as a rolling sea. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the presence has brought us. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun, let us march on till victory is won. Welcome to the Nine Point Podcast. I'm your host, BH. We at the Nine Point Podcast receive our inspiration from Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. This scripture speaks to the nine fruits of the spirit of God and is read as follows. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. We at the Nine Point Podcast try to promote these principles out of obedience to God as a way to raise, sustain, and celebrate our unique families. Today's podcast is only going to have two segments it's going to consist of this one uh, which is going to be a collaboration between myself and my wife who goes by the tag velvet (laughs) velvet and after our segment we're going to conclude this podcast with z time and during z time i'm going to talk to our teenagers and ask each of them to describe one quality that they believe is essential for a good parent. So I'm looking forward to that, but I'm really looking forward to this part as well because my wife and I are breaking down nine fruits of the spirit and we have worked through love, joy, peace, and forbearance. And now we are on to kindness. I want us to talk about kindness, what it means, how it relates to Uh, how it relates to God's uh, treasure for us and how it can relate to being a better parent. Um, When I say a better parent, I mean a parent that acknowledges flaws, but not willing to just sit idly by and say that I can't do better. Um, Personally, I think kindness is like the opposite of cruelty. There are some people that are conditioned by life circumstances to respond to cruelty. They, they speak that language. They respond when they feel the need and they express what they need by being cruel themselves. And, uh, and it's been my experience that trying to reach a person like that and teach them a better way usually does not happen by being better at being cruel. Um, It involves being showing them something that can give them the same results minus the minus the um, the mistakes, minus the pain, minus the regrets. 
that come from being cruel. And that's what where kindness comes in. It's not always easy, but sometimes it's the only way to reach a person with our best. So I'll start there and pass it off to Velvet. Velvet, uh, when you read that the, one of the fruits of the Spirit of God is kindness, uh, where does that where does that lead you? Where does it lead your tr- your train of thought? Well, I think about um, when I think about being kind to someone. We are having fun. I just want you guys to know we're having fun. Uh, my wife is in here and we've been talking about needing to get this done for the last couple of days. And um, she's serious, but because we both love each other and we have a, have a ingrained goofy goofiness about ourselves, all I have to do is look at her at certain times and she loses it and vice versa. So um, I hope that you can enjoy, you know, us being lighthearted, but understand this is a serious concept. So I won't look at my wife this time. I will put my back to her as she talks a little bit about kindness. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, When I think about kindness, I think that it's easy for us to show kindness to people that we like. Um, but it's very difficult for us to show kindness to people that we don't like, or if someone is not showing us kindness. And I think that, um, God gives us free will and he gives us the ability, um, to show people kindness. And I think it's important because I think that words are strong. I know, you know, you hear the cliche of talk is cheap. You know, actions speak louder, but also with that, I mean, things that you say, I mean, it can really cut a person down or it can uplift somebody. And sometimes we can show kindness to people and we don't know what those words have done for them. And so I think that's important to remember. So to me, when I think about kindness, it makes me think about uplifting someone. Um, and I don't think it's about deserving or not. I think also being kind helps us not think about ourselves, not focus on ourselves or what's going on with us, but actively showing someone else kindness. So, you know, encouraging, uplifting someone. And then you asked the question about kindness as far as a parent or what was your question specifically when you talked about how you feel about a parent and kindness. Can you repeat it? Well, I wasn't trying to pin you down with anything. I was just saying that how is kindness related to our responsibility as a parent? Must we be kind to every child of ours? Do we have to be kind to them? And if so, explain it. If not, explain it. I think so. I think kindness is just like, um, you know, when you discipline, I mean, I think it's important. Um, you know, you look at people that grew up in households that it was very stern and no nonsense. 
versus households that, um, you know, there's a lot of laughter and silliness. There's a difference there. Um, you know, there's a difference on how you can see things, but I do, I I think it's important. I, I think it's important to show kindness because you're modeling behavior. How else will they know to show others kindness if they don't see it? I mean, I, I do believe that you can be raised a certain way and learn later. Um, but I think the, the odds of you learning it, sometimes you may not. You know, one of the things about kindness is sometimes it, it comes naturally and easily. And other times we have to be intentional. Um, like you said a moment ago, if if somebody is kind to me, it's easy for me to show kindness. Or if someone doesn't give me reason to suspect that they want to um, harm somebody that I care about or undermine something that's really important to me, then I can, you know, I can meet them with courage and confidence and so in, in so doing show kindness. However, when I'm in the midst of a person or a group of people that routinely make comments and engage in behaviors that are offensive to me, that are offensive to the people that I care about, that run contrary to the things that I care about, to be kind to that person is not easy, but it does not absolve me from doing it because like you said, If I don't demonstrate kindness to people that need to see it, then how are they going to how are they going to how are they going to experience it? If they can't get it from someone who wants to put God first, then how can I expect the world to? Well, I don't want to sound, you know, I don't want to try to talk out both sides of my neck. I'll just say that it's not easy to be kind in certain situations, but just because it's not easy doesn't mean that it's not our responsibility. Uh, I was, there were times when I was intentionally difficult for people that were trying to mentor me or trying to lead me. I was intentionally difficult. And as a parent, there have been times where my children have been intentionally difficult and I had to be intentional about showing them kindness it did not feel good as I was showing kindness because it didn't it didn't go along with what I had seen in life and what my life experiences were. Um, being kind in those kind of situations was me acting in faith and believing that this was the best I could do. But that's something that I think all of us need to be willing to do. You hit, I've heard parents from the time I was a kid all the way through now. I hear people say, I'd do anything for my kids. Well, will you show them kindness when they are showing you um, that they're acting like a donkey? I'll do anything for my kids. Will you show kindness to your kids when they have betrayed you, when they have humiliated themselves and when they have um, destroyed your reputation? I'll do anything for my kids. Can you show your kids kindness when they disappoint you time and time again, when they go out of their way to intentionally and personally bring you down? 
can you be kind then? I think when the Bible talks about um, not judging others and being able to forgive others, it, it, it relates to having a desire and a willingness to be kind in those kinds of situations. So, so what do you have any, what else you got to sell there? Velvet. I, I agree. It sounds like we're on the same page as far as, you know, showing kindness to people that you like or are being likable versus someone that's not. Uh, but I would like to add also that um, kindness is, is empowering because you can, when you show others kindness, you feel better. And then that person that you're showing the kindness to, they have the opportunity to feel better it's like it affects them. And then maybe that'll motivate somebody else to show somebody else kindness. So I look at it that way. And I mean, we've both heard acts of kindness. I mean, you know, something as simple as you're in the drive-through and somebody pays for your meal and you don't know who the person is. Little things like that. Um, I just think some sometimes things that are so small that don't necessarily, it's not that difficult for us to do, can be a huge deal to people, can be a really huge deal to people. And also, um, I know if, say, if I'm upset about something, or if I don't like a situation, when people are showing me kindness, it is more difficult for me to be mad. Even though I try to act like it's not, but it is more difficult to be mean to that person when they're being kind. Um, and I also think it takes great strength to show kindness to someone um, that's not in a good space. So I would just say from my perspective, it's, it's very important and it's not trivial. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And people, people remember how you treat them and it goes a long, long way with people. Um, and so for me, it is very important. It's a very important thing. Well, I feel inclined to ask you one more question about this. And I'm speaking to you from the, from my, um, from my upbringing, not from, not from a lot of my experiences these days with the people that I associate with. But the thing, when we grew up together, some of the things that we used to hear and used to think there was certain, you know, a certain degree of truth to. Let me ask you this. To somebody that might say that being kind to somebody that is being cruel, cruel or just nasty, kindness is a sign of weakness. What would you say to that? Because there are some people that feel like showing kindness or even showing tolerance is an invitation for someone to be more bold in their bad behavior. What do you, what do you say to that? Well, funny you should ask me that. And I'm not sure where the question came from, but I will um, willingly admit that, um, you know, I was like that for a very long time as a young, younger person of I always thought that if you were nice to people or show kindness to people that were using you or, or misusing you or not treating you right, um, that it was straight 
you know, weakness. You know, you are a doormat. And now, so many years later, I know that that was incorrect. That it shows great, great strength to be kind to somebody, especially when they don't deserve it. But I think that you're taking the judgment away from it and you're not saying what somebody deserves and doesn't deserve because we are not God. And we don't know what the person is going through specifically. And we don't know why they're, we don't know all the ins and outs. We don't know everything that God knows. And I know there have been times that I've been nasty and people showed me kindness. And I'm so thankful that they did because I didn't deserve it. So I would say that that's just not true. Um, It takes a very strong person to do that. And also showing kindness doesn't mean that you are allowing people to take advantage of you or that you should stick around if someone is not treating you right. To me, those are different things. You know, you can be having a discussion with somebody or a situation with somebody and in that moment, show them kindness when you want to do something else. But that doesn't mean continue to be a doormat or continue to take abuse from someone. That's not what that is. That's just showing restraint to another human being, which I think is what God would want us to do. He wants us to um, to do those things. But I think there are times when maybe you can't show kindness. Maybe the best thing you can do is be silent and walk away. And I think that's okay too, if those are those situations. So does that make sense? Was I clear enough on that? I think it made perfect sense. I think it made perfect sense. And I I think the only thing that I will add is that there, I don't want to go into a lot of specifics. I don't want to say, well, what about this? Well, what about that? I will say that I would not feel right if I ended this episode and I said that kindness is the indispensable guarantee to stop someone who is determined to be mean. I'll I'll repeat that. I'm not trying to say that kindness is always what's best for the people that you are trying to protect or the um, kindness. I'm not saying that kindness is absolutely 100% of the time in every situation, the way that you are going to best reflect God. I will say, however, that just because There are exceptions to kindness that knowing in my mind consciously that there are exceptions to times where kindness is the best is the best way to respond. I will say that kindness requires work, requires sacrifice, and it is pleasing to God. So. If. You are deter- if there are situations where you are sure that I need to be the opposite of kind and hope that God can reveal to me the best way to handle it next time, then I- I'm not going to I'm not going to say that there's something wrong with you. I'm just trying to be as honest as I can 
The real question, though, isn't whether you want to just say always, all the time, be kind. I don't think that anybody rational that really cares about um, fellowship and trying to have a healthy family would use want to use the word always when it comes to the way to handle any one thing. What I'm saying is being kind requires work. It requires experiencing vulnerable and tolerating it and having faith and having courage that you can endure that moment for yourself and for the person or people that you're trying to help. And that kindness is essential for the big picture for some situations might not win the snapshot, but if you're trying to win the whole picture, if you're trying to win the the whole the narrative, kindness is important for the long game. So I wanted to make sure that I added that part. You agree? Disagree? Yes, I I agree with that. I did make it a little confusing by throwing that little part at the end. Well, you know, you know how that is. But it was spit it out. I know how I am. I mean, that's the reason I asked you. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying about it. You're right. I mean, there is no, you. it wouldn't be intelligent to say you always, always, always. I think that we should do the best we can when we can. Sometimes we need to push ourselves to do better. But I think that's sufficient. It's doing the best that you can at all the times that you can. And we will fall short. But we just get up and we just try again. Just don't give up. Just keep trying. And I think the more we do it, the better we'll get at it. Um, And I think it spreads. I think when you show people kindness, people don't forget. And when you're around people again, I think that it, it will come back. I think it will come back. I think it's contagious. You know how they say laughter is contagious? I think at times kindness can be contagious. And again, we're not saying everyone. It's not an always thing. But, um, you know, I think we've all been around people and they show kindness to one another. It's a different environment than if you go somewhere where kindness is not shown and other things are shown. It's a different vibe. So I think we've all experienced that. All right. Well, thank you there, Velvet. So... This concludes segment one. Next thing you hear will be the voice of Deshaunay Jones, followed by Z Time. Stony the road we trod, bitter the chasing rock, felt in the day when hope unborn had died. Yet with a steady beat, have not our weary feet come to the place for which our fathers sighed. We have come over a way that with tears have been watered. We have come treading our path through the blood of the slaughter. with our gloomy past till now we stand 
bright green of our bright stars cast. Welcome back to the Nine Point Podcast and welcome to Z Time. I am here with the three Z's. Newbie. King. Twin. And I want to talk to these wonderful people and start a conversation that will happen again down the road. This is something that I want to begin asking them and give them more reasons to give them a time to reflect on it and build on their answers, because hopefully these are some things that they'll remember and be ready and willing to act upon when the time is right. And this, as you all know, is a family podcast. And what I think is important is I think it's important for young people as early as possible to start conceptualizing what it is that makes a good parent because most young people are going to be in a position of authority. They're going to be in a position to lead. They're going to be dependent upon and quite a few young people will ultimately become parents someday. And unlike a lot of people my age who might have grown up in circumstances and said, I'm not going to be like that person. I had to find out as I got older saying I'm not going to be like this example or that example isn't the same thing as knowing who I am or knowing what I'm about because the same things that challenge one generation is going to challenge the next. It might come in a slightly different costume, but we all have to be ready and willing to step up and be accountable for who we are make our own mistakes and be willing to step in to those situations that require our best. So with all that introduction, I'll go through the people that are sitting uh, the closest to me will get to go first and so on and so forth and lead a little discussion. So Miss Newbie, Tell us all one thing that you think is important for all parent for a good parent to have. A good parent needs to have acceptance. The fewest words you've used all day. Explain your answer. A par- a good parent needs to have acceptance. Cuz like if like for example, if your child turns out that they there's something something different with them compared to like the normal person, like they have a disability or something like that, the parent needs to accept that instead of shaming them for throughout their lives because they're different. Oh, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Does anybody need to elaborate or I, y'all know what she's talking about? Basically saying that parents need to be thankful when you have opportunities to lead children. Be thankful for your opportunities. Don't spend so much time talking about what your child isn't doing or comparing your child to somebody else's. Be thankful and accept them. And you said the opposite of acceptance is shaming, right? Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. King. A good parent has to listen to their child. And what I mean by that is that when I mean that, I mean that some parents some parents feel like just because that they have more authority than their kids, 
makes them think that they could do whatever they want to them, which isn't true. And I feel that, and I feel that sometimes a child might not be understood correctly if the parent does not listen to them better. I've liked both of these answers so far. And what you just said, King, really speaks to a skill that that means a lot to me, not just in my professional field, but individually as as a man. And that is being a good listener. Being a good listener opens a lot of doors and creates a lot of options. It doesn't make everything easy, but being a good listener conveys respect. If a parent isn't willing to listen to their kids because the things that they say are uncomfortable, because the things that they say has gone from having a new value each day to just being badgering, um, that parent gives a, might give the indication that that child's experience doesn't matter to them. Uh, the only thing that I'll add as a parent is there are sometimes that a parent might say, I don't care, but they don't mean I don't care. Now, I can't speak for every parent around the world, but a lot of times if I say uh, it's time for to take this out and you say, well, I don't feel like doing it. If I say I don't care, that doesn't mean that I don't care that you're not happy about it. When I say I don't care, what I'm basically saying is in spite of how you're feeling emotionally, you're still going to do what I asked you to do because, you know, that's the right thing to do. So if you want to make it a really, really big deal, you're only making it harder for yourself. It doesn't mean that I don't care about your experience, that it's difficult. It just means that no matter how hard it is, I have faith, full faith that you can take care of it. But it is important, back to what you said, King, uh, being a good listener. That's important. All right. Now on to you, Twin. What do you, tell, tell us something that you think is important for a good parent, essential for a good parent. And don't take the microphone and do it like that because it'll be fun hard for them to hear. I think that a good parent needs to have disciplinary things that are not overly harsh, but still convey that what the child did was wrong. And I also think that when disciplining a child, the parent needs to tell them why they're doing that. So that way the child isn't wondering like, okay, why did you do that? So they actually know why they did that. All right. Twin says a good parent was essential for a good parent is to have good, sound discipline. When it comes to disciplining a child, I think sometimes people say discipline a child and it means so many different things to so many different people. But at its root, discipline means to to convey useful and necessary information and to get that information across in a consistent way that shows um, shows that the parent knows what they're talking about and shows that there is a relationship there. There's a give and take there. Now, the thing, you know, when you said that 
it's important for the parent to be able to explain. I agree, but you also have to understand about, understand this, son. Everybody in here knows what I'm about to say. Sometimes a child or a parent can know that they dare wrong and then say, so what? You deal with it anyway. I know I'm wrong, but you deal with it anyway. If one of you, twin or um, or king, if one of you were to go somewhere and you were to say something offensive to a young lady and and somebody walked up to you and smacked you upside the head and you said, hey, what's your, what the, say, you just disrespect, disrespected my sister. You just disrespected my girl. Now you being the person that has been smacked upside your head, you might be thinking to yourself, what'd you do that for? Well, you know what they did that for. They explained to you, you were disrespectful. You were disrespectful, so I smacked you upside your head. Watch how you talk to people. And don't give me no whole lot of lip because there's more where that came from. Okay? So, a lot of times, a lot of times people assume that if you lay out all the facts, that will make it easy for them to accept the truth. But that's not always the case. That's not always the case. On paper, it makes sense. If you explain it, then it's easier for me to accept. But that when we make up our minds for certain reasons, logic is not the deciding factor that makes that go down easily. If I tell you that I'm tired of begging you to be ready to go out on the bus stop, you know what time the bus comes and you know what time we're supposed to leave. And I could beg you, I could try to um, give you money or I could threaten you with a punishment. But at the end of the day, you have to make the choice to do something with that information I'm giving you. And a lot of parents will tell you this. If you ask them, there is no one size that fits all. That's a super decoder that gets through to every that absolutely gets through clearly to the person that they are sharing that information with. I do also acknowledge that it is absolutely important twin. It is absolutely important for the parent to put forth the effort, not just say do it because I said so all the time. Sometimes it is do it because I said so. Why? Because sometimes you guys, I'm not just saying you guys as, as kids, because sometimes we just don't feel like doing right. Sometimes we just don't feel like doing right. If doing right means that I have to give up something that I feel entitled to, then I might give the other person that's trying to enforce the rule a little bit of my, a little piece of my mind. I might make it a little difficult for them I'm, because they're trying to take something away from me that I like. And you know what? We call that getting a case of the butt. When you get a case of the butt, my dad used to always say a hard head makes a soft behind. So we got to understand you got you don't want to have a reputation for being difficult and thinking only of yourself because the most patient parent, the most patient parent, the most educated parent, the most peaceful parent isn't necessarily going to win the heart and minds and respect of their kids. Because communication is a two-way street. Now, does anybody have any questions or comments 
stuff. Does anybody feel like I was trying to make an excuse for bad parents? Spit it, spit it out. Well, at least in, I don't know. It's just stuff that you said just didn't really fit that right to me. What about you guys? Anything that I said that you feel like I was trying to uh, make an excuse for parents? Well, not that I can detect. Kit Kat Mahler, what about you? No. Okay. So, being a good listener, having good acceptance, and being able to establish good discipline. Those are all important qualities for a good parent. I agree with you. And if you guys don't know, I'm having fun with my daughter because she has a habit of sneaking into my special stash of pop and candy. But she just happens to have a weakness that I won't share with the whole world. But she has a weakness. And I've been acting on that weakness with complete success and i'm having a wonderful time doing that but anyway thanks for joining us here with z time this will be uh as i had mentioned in the first segment this will only be a two segment uh session podcast session so remember wealth is to be spent but uh will not be forgotten wealth is to be spent but Treasure is to be shared. Treasure is to be shared. You earned extra, King. What? Good job. Take care, guys. God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, Thou who has brought us thus far on the way. Thou as by thy might led us into the light, keep us forever in the path we break. Lest our feet stray from the places our God where we met thee, lest our hearts Drunk with the wine of the world, we forget thee. Shadow beneath thy hand, may we forever stand. True to our God, true to our native land.